Because this is for the Rasa. Welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Justin. And to my side I have... Uh, this is Victor. And this is Martin Velasquez. This is Reformed Raza. You gotta roll the R's. Raza. I can't say it. Raza? Raza. Reformed Raza. I would like to hear people actually say that. Raza. How do they say it? It's like when people try to order... Uh, tacos and stuff and all of a sudden everybody has the mexican dialect or whatever they go can i get asada As- asada <laughs> pollo <laughs> polo <laughs> quesadilla um, and so yeah thank you guys for tuning in again um today we will be talking about fruit of the spirit and also Ooh. the results or the fruit of the sinful nature as we touched on our last episode Now we're going to go into depth as far as how we are able to hear, to to be able to put ourselves to the test. Are we truly a believer or are we deceiving ourselves or or maybe those around us? Are you questioning my salvation, bro? Possibly. Ooh. (laughs) So we're going to be talking about that and and we're going to be going through Galatians. We're going to be going through 1 John and different scriptures. So as always, you know, this is... uh, the purpose of this is to edify the saints. The edi- the to edification. glorify God through the mm-hmm. edification of the saints. And thank you for tuning in. Yes. And I hope you have somewhat of a more understanding of what we're trying to do here with uh, these first two episodes. And yeah. I just thank you guys. And don't forget to like, to subscribe, to comment, to share. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your baby mama, tell everybody. <laughs> your grandmother, <laughs> your dog. This whomever. is what this is going down right here. Reform Rasa, thank you. All right, so firstly, we're going to open up with the fruit of the Spirit. So in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, it says, and, and this is Paul addressing the church, and so he is opening up with, but, oh, I'm sorry, not open up the whole letter, but he goes on to say, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed their passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. So reading the scripture, where, where, do you, where are you guys led after reading the scripture as far as, okay, let's say we're new believers, right? Mm-hmm. And we read the scripture, where, where then should we go? So, first of all, I just like to give a quick just kind of context of background of the book of Galatians. Yes, context is, ex- is because, very important. Uh, yeah, because once by the time we get to chapter five, I mean, you got five chapters already uh, that you have to read in order to come to this scripture. And so the book of Galatians is one of many other books that Paul wrote to directly contradict false teachings. In the first chapter, mm-hmm. you get that, that he says, oh, foolish Galatians, or that's chapter three, I, I think. But anyways, uh, he says, uh, oh, foolish Galatians, who has, you know, deceived you in turning away from the gospel that I preached to you? Not that there is another gospel, 
you know, so he makes that distinction, but he says, who has turned you away? And so then he gets into uh, circumcision and the legalism behind people trying to still uphold the law and keep the law by their own works. So it's a, it's a contradict the false teaching that you have to be circumcised, that you have to uh, measure up by these certain other standards to be saved. Mm-hmm. This is no, Paul says no, then, you know, the gospel, he preaches the gospel and he says that now this is the evidence of your salvation. And it goes into chapter five and you can tell that someone's been saved and that it's not just, it's not circumcision avails for nothing. In other words, your good works, things that you try to uphold, they avail for nothing. Your good works are as filthy rags, but the fruit of the spirit, the evidence that you have been saved is that you have these attributes, these attitudes that come from the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so once we get, to, by the time we get to chapter five, then he's, he's saying that this is the evidence of your salvation. This is how you can tell from someone that's in the flesh, meaning they're not saved, or someone that's in the spirit, that they are saved. And we are able to tell who is and who is not truly a believer. And, and one thing that um, a pastor named Paul Washer... Again, bro? <laughs> one, one, one example he uses... Uh, quite often, to to for us to be able to understand this, what does it mean? You know that there's evidence of of the salvation we have. Uh-huh. One of the examples he uses is, well, if I told you I was hit by an 18 wheeler yeah. on my mm-hmm. way to church, would you believe me? And most of the people, if we're uh, thinking logically, we say no. Why? Because the evidence is he's still standing here. <laughs> if you got right? hit by 18 wheeler, I don't think you, you you're going to make it to church. You ain't going to make it to church. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, so, and so that's obvious, right? You know, uh-huh. if we get hit by 18 wheeler, the only logical conclusion would be this guy would be seriously in the hospital. Yeah. For, There's no evidence of you be getting hit mm-hmm. by an 18 wheeler. And you just walking in like nothing. So in other words, there's no evidence that, that you've had an encounter. There's, that's what we're trying mm, to get at. Yeah. <laughs> and so now here in Galatians chapter 5, we go on. And, and so this is um, talking about the evidence that, that we have received such a salvation. Or even just understand the gospel that, that now we're able to walk in these things. And so um, I would go on to say when I first came to Christ and, and um, when I first started reading the Bible and, and when I understood that I had salvation and and, and these things, I would read Galatians and I would see the fruit of the spirit as it goes on the mention, you know, love, joy, peace, mm-hmm. patience, kind of going down the, the list. I will see that as something that I would have to obtain, something that I would have to chase after. Like, yeah. let's say um, I have a goal, right? Some of my goals are to, you know, clean the house, do these things. I have a checklist of goals I need to do throughout the day. Yeah. And now as my, in, in, in the spiritual sense, as a Christian, I used to have this as a goal, you know, the, the, the yeah. fruit of the spirit, you know, love, joy, so peace. Not, it's, it's, uh-huh. it doesn't, it's not something that flows naturally, but something that I'm, you're purposely trying to do. Like it's a yes. work now, it becomes a work now. Yeah. So when I first yeah. got saved, it, it was, it, I, I thought of these things as something I now yeah, had, have to, to had to try to yeah. do every day and go down my checklist. Okay. Was I loving today? Boom. Mm, yeah. Okay. Was I, was I joyful? Mm, maybe, you know, <laughs> just going down the list. Yeah. But then when you fully read it and when you fully understand it, it's like, no, fruit of the spirit. 
You 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 don't you don't uh, something that comes naturally. Yes, you you don't hold an apple up to a tree that's barely growing. And be like, all right, tree, you got to do this. <laughs> no, the tree will naturally, naturally grow as you water fruit. it, yeah. and as the sun comes to it, the tree will naturally grow and it will naturally produce fruit. Man, that's a good analogy. And so and so, man, the that's sun why it's so, comes to it. <laughs> exactly, and 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 so when we understand that, you know, we actually take it into the context as, or in the imagery that's being used here, fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Then we're able to understand that okay we 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 understand that hey we are saved by 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 christ and christ alone and when we yes. understand that hey i need to repent because jesus already paid the, the the debt for my sins now i'm repenting because of that because of the the grace i've been shown yeah. now now just from the abundance of my heart now I'm, I'm just like man like like what can i do yeah but then now it's just that that change of heart that change the of, change um, of heart of, of, of focus now I'm like man I want to live for God yeah he did this for me the only proper response is for me to live for him again yeah I mean not again but to live for him yeah being so born now, again now the, the, the fruit of that mm-hmm. is that love joy peace patience kindness because then we're able to understand that now we can't do anything but do this yeah yeah I, I was going to say that uh, for me, when I read the, the scripture, what sticks out to me is verse 24. It says, And those mm-hmm. who are Christ's have crucified the flesh mm-hmm. with its passions and desires. In, in other words, it's a, it's, a, it's a dying of yourself because uh, sometimes the, the flesh wants to kick in and it wants to, yeah. it wants to do some damage. But, but um, Jesus, uh, when we give our lives to, 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 to God... Uh, just like that scripture that we shared in the other podcast that, you know, he's going to give you a new heart. He's going to give yeah. you new desires yep. to the point mm-hmm. where you, where it, it, it's, it's it, like you said, it's a change of heart and you're going to want to do new things. Everything's going to be new to the point you're going to get convicted if you do something, you know, you're not supposed to. But it's that yeah. change of heart, that change of mind, which mm-hmm. is repentance. And uh, it, 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 I just say it's a, it's a t- it takes a daily of denying yourself and, 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 um, Living by the Spirit, as the Word of God has said right here. So, living the Spirit. So, like how you said in verse 24, it says, Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Mm-hmm. As something that has been done already, meaning they have no longer the desires of this world or the desires to fulfill their own passions and dreams. No, the, Jesus commands us to... to to put away, to die to ourselves, to die to the things that we want and to live for Him. So does that mean we won't ever have those desires again? I mean, when it comes to, to certain things like that, it's like, obviously, if it comes something that is on top of God, that you're seeking mm-hmm. more than God, then that's going to become your idol. So, I mean, I'm not saying that it's wrong or bad to be successful in this life. But if that's your only focus, you have not crucified your flesh or your passions and desires, which is something that mega churches, you know, they preach a lot. Your destiny and your dreams. God wants to fulfill your dreams. They're basically contradicting the scripture says God wants to fulfill your passions and desires. Mm. No, the Bible says that we have crucified our passions and desires and we have come to a saving knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And now. And now we don't care about these things in the world, and we just want to care about glorifying God, and and the and the fruit, the evidence of that is that these things will naturally flow. Love will naturally flow. Joy and peace mm-hmm. and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and against such things there is no law. Is is this is grace? Because the evidence of your of of your salvation is that you have these attributes, and now. 
these things come naturally. Yeah. Like a tree produces fruit naturally. This is what comes. And it's almost like um, another pastor, uh, Skip Isaac, I, I listened to on another podcast. Mm-hmm. He mentioned that um, if you were like, like how I myself, when I first got saved, I thought I had to try to obtain these. I, that, like these were goals that I could mm-hmm. somehow try to do or, 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 or check off on my list. But if you try to chase joy, you'll never find it. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean even, even in America, right? The, the pursuit of what? Pursuit of happiness. That's yeah. one of the things that, you know, the, the, the American, American dream, dream yeah. the American ideal, right? Yeah. That, that is one of the things. But, like, that is a, contradic- a contradiction in itself because you can never find happiness if yeah. you chase it. But, but one of the things that, that Pastor Skip Isaac, he says, he says, if, if, if you seek joy, you won't find it. If you seek God, joy will come. Ooh. Yeah. So that's why, you know, all things come from Christ. Mm-hmm. When we seek Christ, when, when Christ is our number one, um, if Christ is the center of our scope, if he is a, the very thing that we are chasing after, or even just the, the very thing that, that we are um, longing for and, 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 and being satisfied by, yeah. these things will all come. Yeah. And so that even goes into the other scripture where it says, seek first the kingdom of God yeah. and all these things will be added. It's not talking about riches or anything like that, but more so seeking, see Christ yeah. and naturally these things will be flowing yeah. from us. And something that I just, uh, when I said earlier that these things that to kill the law, I don't mean that we do away with the law or we're done away with it. It means that the fruit of the spirit, I mean, you uphold the law, mm. you know, it's something against such things that there is no law that it's not that you, now you're free and, and, now you don't get to submit to to these laws, and no, now we're free because we can we can uphold you know the law, and there's grace. You know how you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. last, uh, our last last podcast when you said that our feet are gonna get dirty, so Jesus cleanses us, He washes our feet, and so the evidence of the, of, of our salvation is the fruit of the Spirit, and we're able now to love the law of God. We love righteousness. And we want to keep these things because we love, you know, we love God, we love people. And so we're not going to want to do no damage to them. We're not going to want to do no harm. And this is contradictory to, you know, the gang lifestyle that, that we came from. You know, it's all about the enemigas and revenge and, you know, my barrio and this and that. Hmm. And, and, and now it's contradictory to that. Now, like, man, I love people. I want to. I want to go out there and I want to save these people lost in the streets. And you do it out of love. And it's joy to do that, you know? And Send you me, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And so, so that, that, that's what I meant, you know, that, mm-hmm. that we're, we're, not, we're not held, uh, we're not condemned. There's no condemnation yeah. for those who are in Christ Jesus. And, and basically, even, even just branching off what Martin said is we're not condemned, meaning that like because... We're here on earth and we have these, these bodies of flesh and, and there's a sinful nature attached to that, that body. The, the, the word says that to submit, that we are to, to bring submission to our fleshly, our, our, our sinful selves and, and submit it to Christ. Meaning that there will be times where we're going to trip up. We might slip, yeah. but the goal, but that's, but, but we're not to stay down. It, it doesn't mean to that, you know, oh, I, oh man, like, like I, I started believing I was saved and you know, I did this now is my salvation taken away? No, mm, that's a good question because you know what? We're, we're going to slip. We're, we're going to fail. But you know what? The, the Bible says that we are to get back up. 
a, a, a wise man, he falls seven times, but seven times he gets back up. There you go. And he continues in this walk. You don't see a marathon runner fall, and all of a sudden now he just gives up. He just you know walks away, be like, man, I don't even know why I did this. No, that, that marathon runner is going to get back up and keep going. Most, if, if, if you see videos, in, and I've seen a couple of videos of marathon runners that have fallen or, or whatever it may be, they get back up and they finish it because that's something they train for. That's something they, they went in saying, you know, I'm going to complete this no matter what it takes. And, and so that's how we should see it, that, you know, we're going to slip. All of us are going to slip. I, I could even say that, you know what, I have slipped. There are times that, you know, I, I, I could tell you that I have fallen, I have slipped, but you know what? Christ, by his strength, I was able to, to get back up. Because he reminded me of the grace that has already been given to me. And, and, and I, I say that that's the whole point of the gospel, right? There. Mm-hmm. Like we said, it always goes back to the gospel because yeah. it's not about being perfect. Jesus already lived the perfect life. It's about progression in yeah. your walk. It's about having progress on, on the yeah. daily. It's about growth. And that should free some people that are listening right now because it's like, yeah. well, I, I, I didn't know. or kind of it, it frees you because everything that happened was, was, was taken on the cross. Any wrath or think that you're ang- God's angry or whatever it, it, he took it all upon his son yeah mm-hmm. so now uh, that imputed righteousness that God sees you as that perfect um, we, we live right with, with God and we stand right but every day it's a progression in your walk yeah and I think it's important to even go back to verse 16 yes and read the whole thing it says but I say walk in, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law you are not under the law now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual hold, hold, morality. Sorry. Pause real quick. Oh, 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 What does that mean for for those that don't understand that if we, if we are directed and guided by the Spirit that we aren't, aren't under obligation to the law that we aren't under the law. What, are, what, what was that, that guy was saying earlier that you you're not your judgment has been put on Christ. I'll Victor was just saying right now mm-hmm. your judgment Jesus took your judgment so now you not you're not under the law meaning. You're set. You're set free. Not that. Not that you don't get to keep the law anymore. Like I was saying earlier, you now you want to keep the mm-hmm. law. And when we say law, people may think like, "What keep the law?" No, we love righteousness. We stand up for what is right. I don't want to lie. I don't want to steal. I don't want to cheat. Definitely don't want to cheat on my wife. You know, we want to want to honor our parents. We want to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. We don't want to make no idols. We, we ain't trying to murder nobody. Yeah. We ain't trying to do these things. And our heart, and, and, and that's where grace comes in, and we know that we're not, we ain't trying to do these things, so we're not under the law in that sense. We've been set free, and we are free to serve Christ, because now there's grace for the times that we fall short. So now we're not judged just on the standards of, of the law, but we're, Jesus took our, our judgment, yeah. and now He is our standard. We're no longer condemned by We're never condemned yeah. by the law. We've been set free to serve Christ freely. That's what it means to serve Christ freely. That you, you can serve Christ knowing that, hey, you know what? You're going to slip up. You're going to mess up. And you know what? You repent. You keep turning. Jesus washes your feet, and you keep going. Yeah, because if you look at the scriptures before, just before that we were reading right there, it says that you are free you are yes, liberty, the beginning of the chapter right there. Use your liberty it's to 
to mm. sin for opportunity for the flesh. Yeah. So a lot of people, uh, like I said, misconceptions. They they think, well, I'm free to do whatever it is that yeah. I want because I'm under grace. And what well, the Bible says that um, grace is not licensed to sin. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> In other words, yeah. I'm free and I can just do whatever. I, no, no, that's evidence that you're not saved. Yeah. I'll tell you straight out because I love you. Uh, that is evidence that you are not safe. So my California driver's ID license doesn't. <laughs> you can't use that. It's invalid. invalid. Dang. It's invalid. Oh man. <laughs> not even God's grace is a license. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. And so it all comes back to that 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 encounter that you said earlier. Mm-hmm. There's going to be evidence of your salvation. Okay. So there's the fruit of the spirit, which we just talked about, right? Mm-hmm. And so then, what what would be the difference then? So then if we could tell now, okay, this guy's a believer because he is able to uphold these things, then how are we, how are we able to see someone that is not a believer? Now, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Dang. And they, inherit, they, they do these things uh, unrepentantly, habitually, uh, with no restraint. Mm-hmm. They, they do these things, and these people will not inherit the kingdom of God. And mind you, just like how we said earlier, you know, us as Christians, we will slip. We will fall. Yeah. But here, the, the, the context of what it's saying and, and what it's telling you is that when you follow your desires and the desires of the sinful nature, because there are yeah. desires that God will give us, but that is to, 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 to gratify the spirit, yeah. the, the desires of the spirit, which is to, to love those around us, to love God and, and to love neighbor. that's what goes to the fruit of the spirit. But the mm-hmm. fruit of the spirit is, you know, we read it, love, joy, peace, patience, kind of these things. And so it's only when we uh, try to gratify our, our sinful nature, our flesh, and it says that the results are very clear. And it goes on to say what Marin just read earlier, which is sexual immor- immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, and you know, just going down the list. And so how, how does that look um, for an unbeliever? It, what, what, what would you say as far as, okay, let's say I go to church, right? And I'm doing these things right here. What would you say then? Uh, conviction. <laughs> if you have no conviction, if you're doing these things without conviction, it might be evidence that you probably are not saved. And if there's and the uh, conviction is starting up that oh man, what I'm doing is sinful, and you know you're feeling that conviction, that's you know maybe God's trying to you know tell you something. He's trying mm-hmm. to pull you away from those things because that's where it starts because faith is the evidence of things not seeing the conviction this is the conviction yeah and that's that that's uh really the holy spirit right there mm-hmm. because uh we think that the holy spirit is about speaking in tongues and if you don't speak in yeah, tongues you're not yeah. saved or this and that but mm-hmm. it's actually if you don't feel convicted mm-hmm. of your sin that the holy spirit is not at work in your life because the holy spirit is uh convicts you yeah. Of the things that you do wrong. So what does that mean, man? Back on track. What does that mean, convict? And so, uh, it will let us know. We have a conscience, and and <laughs> we're gonna be letting know that what we're doing is sinful. Uh, yeah, conviction. Yeah. It, it's a. I also like to see conviction as like like you. 
a weeping over your sin, kind of like yeah. like you 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 feel it with it's the Holy Spirit tugging at you and and uh, you feel wicked, you feel you feel shame, but you know uh, God has co- covered you again. The gospel, God has covered your shame, but uh, the Holy Spirit's gonna get you back on track. So it's almost like a like a parent in a way, right, towards a kid. Yeah. So like you, you see a kid, they don't know how to live their lives alone. Yeah, because sometimes the whole but because, slap you. <laughs> yeah, they're living on un- they're living under their parent. So now the parent's gonna guide them. Yeah. And so, so anything they yeah. do wrong, the parent's gonna be like, nope, we can't do this, and this is why. And and so and so the spirit, in, in in a sense, in this way, is like a parent that is guiding their child in the right things. And and, and think about this. One of the the main reasons, the main ministry of the Holy Spirit is to convict the world of sin. Hmm. And so if you're not being convicted of your sin, I tell you the truth that the, the Holy Spirit is not working in your life. Those churches that don't preach about sin, when they're, they're just straight out and say, oh, we don't preach about sin right here. We don't, don't want to make people feel bad. The Holy Spirit is not working on those churches. If your church ain't trying to preach about sin and directing you out of sin, uh, the Holy Spirit is not there. Sorry to say that, but it is what it is. That's deep. Because <laughs> that's the main ministry of the Holy Spirit. What did you say? When he comes, he will convict the world of sin. Mm-hmm. So if you ain't being convicted of your sin, uh, I encourage you to examine yourself. Yeah, it's almost like how I mentioned it in my testimony in the earlier episode, um, how when I first started coming to church, there were some sins that I was still, you know, unrepentant yeah. of i was still moving forward and 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 one of the things i made I, I try to make it clear in my testimony when i mentioned that um i felt like when i first started coming that it was like an emotional high yeah why because i was like i said i i, I saw the fruit of spirit as a checklist something that i had to strive for but yet still i was still living in sin but then it wasn't until um after finding out that my wife my girlfriend at that time was was pregnant with our son and we weren't married and and straight out if you're not married and 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 you're sexually active you're 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 doing these sorts of things that is sin and that is against the word of god and 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 so at the time that's that's where i was and it wasn't until after finding out that you know what that that my wife was pregnant at that time that i was like you know what i don't know what i'm doing because here I am, obviously unrepentant of the things that, that goes against your word. And, 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 and I don't know what to do because now, like, everything's just, everything's coming at me. And I'm just like, you know what, God, you have to take the wheel. I don't know yeah. where to go from here. And it wasn't until then that I would say I was truly repentant. Because as we mentioned before, the gospel says to repent, turn from your sin. Yeah. And it's only until then that then we're able to walk freely in his yeah. grace and so that's why I say, you know, when, when, when that happened, when, when, when that um, event took place in, in my own life, in my heart, that I could say that, you know what, then I was able to go through a quote unquote checklist without any effort because now the spirit was working in me. Yeah. And many people think that being filled with the Holy Spirit is that. You know, you're performing miracles and, you know, like I said earlier, you're speaking in tongues and you're prophesying Dang, and all these kinds that, of things. That means the Spirit's not in me. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the basis, and a lot of people, you know, and then that's the, the kind of like what's going on a lot in, in not only like American churches, but even 
to Hispanic Chicano churches. It's, it's a lot going on that that these things that this this is the evidence of the Spirit working in you. But I tell you the truth that I think that the most the greatest miracle that Jesus ever made was taking a dead man and giving him life. Mm. You want to see the power of the Holy Spirit in someone? Take a look at someone that used to be uh, uh, just a straight, you know, evil person or, or just a person that had no love in them, a person that was a thief, a person that, that, that just did everything, a criminal, you know, hardcore cholo, whatever. And now this person is brand new. Instead of stealing, he wants to give back. Instead of hating, he wants to love. And that's the evidence of the power of the Holy Spirit in regeneration that someone who is dead in their sins and trespasses now has life. And the evidence of that life is that he has these fruits of the Spirit that were opposite to the person that he was. He is a new creation. And that's, I think that's very powerful. I think we need to look at that aspect and say the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit is the evidence of the fruit that I'm producing, and that fruit shall remain. Mm-hmm. And, man, that's, I mean, I, I don't speak in tongues. I don't prophesy or anything like that, but the Holy Spirit is definitely working in my life. Not to be boastful for nothing like that. All glory goes to God because it was opposite. Even, even you, Victor, when, you know, you were saying your testimony that you were just, you know, depressed and you were down and, and now the evidence of your salvation, you're completely opposite from that now, dude. Yeah, there's a, there's a quote that says, uh, after darkness, light. And that's that's basically what happened. Uh, you know, that's, what Martin, you got, Luther, that's Martin, what Martin Luther. Martin Luther, yeah. uh, after your, your darkness, you know, uh, Christ just comes in and steps yeah. in the picture, gives you a new heart, as we've been saying, a new, new, uh, new mind, everything is new. And uh, that, that's so true what you were saying, though. Like, um, one of the evidences that, that, that you are saved is that it's going to be automatic. You don't, you don't want to steal anymore. Yeah. You, you, want, you want to do things right. You, you want to get a job. You want yeah. to get money the legal way. And uh, what? that's, going to, be, yeah, that's yeah. going to be automatic, basically. It's going to be an automatic uh, change. Yeah, even, even in, in aspects of, of how even you were saying, Justin, earlier, that mm-hmm. you know, even with the sexual immorality, that's gonna convict you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't. You don't wanna. You 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 seek after, you know, purity. And even Jesus in the, in the in the beatitudes, he says, "Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are these people. Blessed are the pure in heart." And that's what happens to someone that has been regenerated, has come to life. That they seek to be pure in heart. They seek to be peacemakers. They love and thirst after righteousness, and they're filled. I, and so think about that the beatitudes that's that's Jesus is Holy Spirit talk right there. Yeah. And and I would even go into uh John 3:19 and it goes on to say and the judgment is based on this fact God's light came into the world but people love the darkness more than the light. Yeah. For their actions were evil. <clears throat> All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed. Yeah. But those who do what is right, come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. And so yeah. like earlier how um, Victor mentioned um, about the light and, and, and then God brought light. And, and that even goes into Genesis and the book of John. Oh, yeah. And how in the beginning, <laughs> oh, man, we can just, man, we could go all day talking about these yeah. things. And, and, and in the book of Genesis, <clears throat> recap, God, um, he said, let there be light and light happened, right? 
going into the book of John, it goes on to open up that Jesus was the light of the world. He yeah. came where there was darkness. Jesus came and he was that light. Yeah. He is that light. And so now how does that look like in our lives? Well, you know, all of us are, are, are in the scripture, how I mentioned that all of us are evil and hate the light. None of us want to be exposed to, to the light. None of us want people to know our thoughts. None of us want other people to know some of the dark things in our past. And, you know, yeah. it, it might not even be, you know, you killed somebody or, or, or you had sex with someone else's wife or whatever. Maybe it might, it, it might be just as simple as you coveting someone else's things or, or being jealous of another person. But yeah. even 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 just real quick, even those things. If you've hated someone, mm-hmm. Jesus considers you a murderer. Yeah. If you lusted after anyone, you're an adulterer. So it's not it's not the committing of the physical sin, but the inward sin that's in the mind. So and and, and so there. even just going back, like none of us want to be exposed. You don't see people on Instagram going and posting pictures of when they're at their 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 worst, yeah. when, <laughs> when they're when they're doing things behind other people's backs, whatever they do in secret. Nobody posts that yeah. stuff on Instagram. And, and but instead they they postify some of the stuff that 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 they want to glorify, want people yeah. to other to get approval of, and so then going into this, but those who do what is right come to the light. Yeah. And 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 so it didn't say those who do what is right are in the light. It says those that do what is right. So saying here that if we come to the light, we're doing right. And so when we come to the light, what happens when we come to the light? We get exposed. Yeah. We, we get exposed for the things we have done in the dark. And so that's what the, the good news of the gospel is. This person did this. This person did that. They lived in this lifestyle. But now Christ comes. He brings light. We come to the light. And now we can see that, you know, all these things. Yes, this person did all these things. But thanks be to God that they are not this person anymore. Yeah. And so now these deeds are no longer done under this person. But now they're doing things to glorify God. Amen. And so that goes back into into the, the fruit of the spirit because now we are no the 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 we no longer live by our sinful nature but now we are living to glorify the spirit. Our nature has been transformed like we have a new nature. We have there's that sinful nature that mm-hmm. we were in and now we have a new heart. We have a new nature that wants to glorify God. Yeah, and um if you really want to examine yourself of uh, like you know where where, where you are at, I, I encourage you to go to First John because uh, that's going to give you a series of tests. Because um, uh, nowadays, it, it's, it's, it's preached, uh, everyone's a child of God. I even hear, hear some preachers saying that, well, you are a child, everybody's a child, we're all children of God, but uh, that, that is false right there. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it, it says in, in well, the Bible that... John chapter 1, that yeah. those who have received them... God gave them the right, the to, be right called, to be called the children child of, God. of God. And First uh, John just talks about the difference between who a child of God is and who a child of the devil is. Ooh. And so, th- I mean, just listen carefully because uh, you're either one or the other. When, when it comes to following Jesus, it, it, he, he says it straight out. You're either with me or you're against me. There's no in between. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there's nothing like that. So the word of God says it right here. First uh, John uh, uh, chapter two, verse, I'm sorry, chapter three, verse seven. He who practices righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous. Yeah. He who sins is of the devil for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, there's, there's a contrast right there because uh, 
a child of God is going to practice righteousness. He's yeah. going to he's going to continue it. He's not going to be ha- habitually sinning that every day. He, uh, you know the the the. the the uh, the son of, of a, a son of a devil, a child of a devil, is going to be practicing sin. He's going to be doing this purposely. He knows yeah. what he's doing, and he continues to do it. Mm. But the person who is a child of God is going to practice righteousness. He's going to practice these things, and it's going to be a habit to to do what is right because it's it's not unto man, but it's unto the Lord. Even those secret sins, uh, you want to do what is right before God's sight. Not before yeah. the side of men. Yeah. And that um, there's there's just a huge though. Uh, you're either a child of God or you're a child of the devil. There's no in between right there. You're black and white, black no and gray. Yeah. Dang. Dang, dude. And so like, yeah, man, I encourage whoever's listening to really examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith. And that's scripture right there. Examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith. And there's gonna be evidences, man. And so let's get into real quick of of this doctrine of the world that says you can't judge me Ooh. only god can judge me only god can judge everything me. that we've been saying how dare you say that about me of course i'm a christian i believe <laughs> that's tupac theology right yeah, that's tupac theology with his with tupac his theology <laughs> and that's unbiblical man and so let me just say that uh, you should be afraid if god's gonna judge yeah that should not that be should, just you you take that's lightly not a good thing right there because He's going to judge you by his standards, not Yeah, his. and we have already, if you want to, you know, take a look at episode two, and you're going to see that you're not going to measure, you're not going to up, uphold that standard, and you will be judged. I, I would even add in Old Testament, prophets, right? They, they were considered mm-hmm. one of the closest to God because they would go and give the word that God has given them to, to mm-hmm. tell the nation, to tell the people, right? And, and, and in Isaiah, Isaiah, and in, uh, who, who else was it? Ezekiel, right? Uh-huh. They, they had these visions where they were before God themselves. And they trembled. And they trembled. And you at would the, think at that just these the, guys... At the glory, they weren't even being judged. Mm-hmm. Just at the very presence and glory of God, they, they were shooken. They were shooken. And these guys are the closest <laughs> to God other than, than, that, than the high priests at the time. Yeah. Right? And so these guys were the closest to, 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 to God and, and His presence as far as conveying the message to the people. And these guys were, were shuddering. They were trembling. And even Isaiah... He would go on to say that, man, I am a man of unclean lips. Amongst the people Amongst with people unclean, unclean lips. lips. And this guy would convey the message. And this guy, before God, was even shuddering. Like, how much more shouldn't we, you know, here, especially in here in America, yeah. be the same way? Yeah. Man, I am God. Man, God, I, I, I'm unclean. And I live amongst a nation of, of man, very, oh, very unclean man. lips. Man, like. And, and, and that goes even to my prayer life, too. Sometimes though, when I go into prayer, most times, actually, I, I think of that image of, like, man, I make my request unto this very God. Like, yeah. who am I to tell God what to do? Like, man, Lord God, your will be done. I, I just thank you, Father, that I even have salvation. Yeah. Ooh, and, man. That is deep right there. <laughs> and so, man, I mean, so, yeah, man. So, so when a person that says, don't judge me, what are mm-hmm. they really saying? Basically, like, I don't want to hear it. Sin in my own. Leave me to sin on my own. Let me be. And so, I mean, whoever, you know, whoever's listening to this, man, like I said, I encourage you, examine yourselves and and just see, because we're dealing with life and death here. Seriously, like, if we're believers, if we're Christians, we have this concept of eternal life or Mm -hmm. eternal hell. And people are going to go to both places. 
And I want, you know, as many as people to go to heaven, to have salvation. And it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. It's a fearful thing. You're not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do anything to convince God that you deserve heaven. Your works are as filthy rags. They're no good. You're not going to convince God on judgment day. The only thing that's going to matter is that if you have that imputed righteousness, if you stand before God, not based upon your own works or your own deeds, but based upon the deeds and the merit of Jesus Christ and what he has done for you. And so now there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. And there, you know, in the New King James Version, it says, and that scripture says, for those who walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. ESV and more modern translations don't have that. But I think that's something to take in consideration as we're talking about this, that there's no condemnation for those who are in the spirit and not in the flesh. Amen. And so even like how, man, we just encourage you, anyone listening to really just examine yourself, you know, go back and reread the gospel. Yeah. And really just take it to heart and, and, and just meditate on it and be like, man, am I deceiving myself into yeah. believing that I'm saved? Or am I really saved because of the way I'm living? And, and, and just, I mean, we don't know your life. I don't know your life. And, and even though, you know, right here I have Martin and Victor, they're my brothers in Christ, but even I don't know their lives at home. I don't know... What, what they do, but what I do see is what I'm able to, to, to um, in my mind, just, just see, like, are, are they living up to some of these things? Uh, ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, at home, are, are they doing the same things at home, too? And that, that goes And there's evidence. There's going to be evidences. Yes. And, so, and, so, and so, like I mentioned, like, don't deceive yourself. You know your life. You know what you do in the dark. You know what you do when nobody's around. And so where is your character? Where does yeah. it lie? Is it, does it align with the things of God? Or is it aligning with, with the fleshly desires? And, and only you know that other than God. Yeah. And so really just please don't deceive yourself yeah. into thinking that you're saved. If you aren't, if you're still gratifying the desires of the flesh, please go through, reread the gospel. That's what we say. It's very important. That's our foundation. Yeah, that's the if basis. we're not built on this foundation, what are we built on? Yeah. We're just built on a bunch of laws and, 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 and no it's, grace. And, and that's when it comes uh, legalistic. When you just try to earn your way and you think you've done enough. And, and that, that's the difference between us and every other religion, man. I'm, I'm going to say this a lot, man. That's the difference between yeah. and, you know, us and the Mormons, the Jehovah's Witnesses, the, the Mormons, or just the Mormons, and the Muslims and, and the Buddhists. They're all trying to, to earn their salvation. Even Buddhists, well, yeah. what is the main concept? That, that they have to purify themselves. They have to deny the, 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 their sin and they have to deny by their own merits and standards the passions and, and the things that, of the flesh. And, you know, that's why you have Mormons and, and Jehovah's Witnesses knocking at your door because, you know, they're actually, by doing that, they're thinking that they're earning their spot in heaven. They're, that's what they really think. And the Muslims that they hold up the five pillars of Islam, and you have to, you know, you know, pray five times a day and go to Mecca and and do all these things, and 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 us is Jesus did it for me. I don't have to work. I'm tired of working for my salvation. Damn. Jesus paid it off, and now I can rest in Him. I can rest in Him. And just a quick note, you know, that's how we keep the Sabbath. <laughs> we're resting in Christ. Even in, in, in Matthew chapter, chapter 11, when he, when he says, Jesus says, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. 
And he says, come to me all who, who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So when we're resting in Christ, he is our Sabbath. Mm. He is our peace. He is our joy. He is our comfort. He is everything that you will, that you will need, that you don't have to work. He, yeah. he did it. He did it all for us. So rest in Christ. Amen. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no um, when it comes to examining yourself, uh, do exactly that. Examine yourself. Don't compare yourself with others that, well, I'm not as bad as this brother right here and this person right uh-huh. here. Uh, compare yourself to uh, the Bible. Yeah. yeah. Because this is a, we should, ultimately, we should be reflecting uh, what the Word of God says, reflecting Christ. And so I'd say examine yourself. Don't examine yourself by others, but by what the Word of God says. Because yeah. Yeah. a lot of people want to compare themselves to, to others, even their brothers, even their sisters. Well, I'm not as bad as this person, but when you stand before God, you're going to stand before God, you alone. Yeah. You're not going to be with other people or, or anything. So um, just that, as we've been saying, it's a, it's a serious topic. It's, it's no joke. It, and uh, you shouldn't... You shouldn't uh, don't mess around. Don't, don't mess play. Around. Don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. So some, something that I always, I always tell uh, um, my kids is be real with yourself. I always tell them that. You got to be real. You, you admit the truth, you know. Put your, put your pride down, something that my wife always tells me. <laughs> Amen. Thank put you. Thank you, Cindy. <laughs> and, and admit the truth, you know. Yeah. I mean? like, even if it's hard, so even, real, even if you, know? you know there's going to be consequences attached to you telling the truth, go through it. It's yeah. okay. Why? Because Christ is with us. But did you die? <laughs> but did you die? Did you die when you told the truth? No, we're still here. All right. <laughs> and 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 I like how you brought that up, Victor. How when we stand before Christ, there won't be someone next to us to where we can compare ourselves to. Because in a courtroom, a criminal is going to stand before a judge. The criminal cannot go and be like, "Well, judge, um, you know, I, I may have you know robbed this person you know, or whatever it may be, but." You know, I don't know if, you, if you look at me and, and Wayne uh, uh, Gacy and, and, and all these other killers, I'm not bad. Or, or, even if he, or even if he says, well, yeah, I committed this crime, but I've done a lot of good. I, I, yes. I, I've done some good deeds in the community. And the judge is going to say, you're crazy, dude. That has nothing. It's irrelevant to your case. Yes. And that's how it's going to be when you stand before God. And if you, I don't know how it's going to be that day, but if you try to justify yourself, he's God didn't say it's, it's irrelevant. It's and that's, irrelevant. that even brings us back to what we mentioned before is in Romans, how it goes on to say that even if we try to uphold the law, that is in by no means a justification. Yeah, by, by the law, no flesh will yes. be justified. Nobody. Oof, man, that's deep right this there. Is, this, is, this is actually a really good topic <laughs> because this is something that um, even just as a new believer... Anybody that believes that, we need to continue to remind ourselves that this aren't something that we need to chase after, but instead, seek God first. Yeah. Because even when Jesus was here before he left, he said, love God first, right? He said, love God, because when we love God, we're able to love neighbor and self. We're able to do these other things. Everything will be added on because once we love God first, and how we're able to love God first is because of what has been done and, and, and by the spirit working in us. And by by loving God, you're 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 keeping the commandments. Jesus yes. said, "If you love me, keep my commandments." And out of love, you know, you do these things. When you're when the fruit of the spirit is coming naturally, 
naturally you keep the law. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. why I mean that by such things, uh, there is no law. Against yeah. such things, there is no law because you're naturally keeping them. And, and you know, the purpose of, of this episode, you know, it, just bringing to light uh, fruit of the spirit and also the uh, results of, of our sinful nature isn't to, to, you know, point the finger towards anybody. If anything, we're pointing the finger to ourselves because there are um, a lot of wrongs where we have done. I'm the chief of sinners. <laughs> As Paul would say, I'm the chief of sinners. Yeah. But more so, we're, we're pointing out that, hey, examine yourself. You know, the purpose of, of this whole podcast is, is to, you know, glorify God through the edification of the saints. And yeah. how we edify isn't always, you know, some people may think of uh, praise, yeah. right, or flattery. But it's not that. It's more so of telling them the truth and telling them what they need to hear instead of what they want to hear. Yeah. Um, encouragement will go so far. Yeah. But something that will go even further is conviction. When you're convicted of something, that's going to really move you to do something. Encouragement and it's good, and it, and it will lift you up for a minute. But when you have a conviction for something, that's going to move you to do something. Dang, that's <laughs> going to go back to Proverbs. Yeah. Don't spoil the rod. <laughs> yeah, man, conviction. When you got conviction, man, you're going to If you have move. kids, you understand <laughs> the spoil the rod. Because when, when a, kid, a kid's able to learn... When, when you're able to give them a little disciplina. Yeah, disciplina. You know, I'm not going to go on record to say uh, things I do. <laughs> but um, there are times when my son, uh, you know, acts out and does certain things. And, and some of the things we do is, is we, we do discipline, you know, in, in whatever form that may come itself. But it's through that discipline that he's able to see, you know what, if I do this, this will happen. Yeah. You know, there, there's something, there's a consequence to the things I do. You know, as children, they may not understand that because, you know what, they can't, children can't go to prison for, you know, lying or doing things. There's no serious consequence to a child who doesn't understand what he's doing. And that's where we as parents come in, you know, we discipline them and we teach them right from wrong. Same as the spirit. The spirit's going to convict us of right and wrong. It is like a coach that's constantly with us. And that's what's very important. That That's what we're trying to point out here is that. If we're not living by these things, then we need to really just check ourselves, not to deceive ourselves into thinking that we're okay, but instead to re re look at the gospel. That's yeah. why it's important for us to continually look at the gospel yeah. and and just move forward from there. Amen, amen. And that's 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 yeah. good. That's deep. Any any last uh, comments or anything that you would like to add to to what we've been talking about tonight, man. I mean, the Christian life is not easy, um, but it's not hard e- either. You know what I mean? I, God doesn't just save us and just leave us alone to 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 just fend for ourselves. Fend for ourselves, or you, the, the scriptures say to work out your salvation. But God is carrying us the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like literally, He's He's with us. Like without Him, we can do nothing. You know, and so Damn. even that scripture, Jesus says, "Without me, you can do nothing." So we have that assurance, that blessed assurance, our our God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, that not only does He justify us, but He treats us as someone who is justified. He treats us good. So I just want to encourage you, whoever's listening, to just you know, if you're if you're, if you're in the Lord, if you're in the Word, continue to grow, continue to seek after holiness and righteousness. And God, you know, we have that, that eternal, the promise of eternal life. You know what I mean? So we're heading towards that. Yeah, and uh, uh, just for, for uh, uh, my thought throughout this whole thing is um, referring back to Galatians, how it says, uh, walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You're going you're gonna to find it very hard to, 
to love God, to serve God when you're in the flesh. Hell when uh, yeah. when you're not praying, when you're not in your word, uh, when you refuse to be with Jesus, you're going to find it very hard to yeah. and to serve him. So I just encourage you, this is coming from, from, from a pastor's heart, to, to just be in the spirit, be prayerful. Uh, I care about you. Uh, I want to see you grow. For anybody who's listening, we, we care about you. And yeah. we're just saying all of this in love. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. To, to examine yourself. Don't, do not be deceived and, and um, keep moving forward. I, w- yeah. I would even encourage you too. Even when you do fall, you slip up, you know, whatever, whatever may happen in, in your walk, um, don't be discouraged to, yeah. to not come back. You know, just, just as Victor was saying that, you know, when the, the unrighteous, they don't seek after God. And so one of the things that happens is when we, when, we, when we receive salvation, we may slip. And sometimes when, we're, when we slip up, the, the devil will put thoughts in our head of like, man, like you're not a Christian. See, like why you even bother? Right. Or, or sometimes we'll get these thoughts of like, man, like of shame to come back. Don't be don't feel don't feel in such a way that 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 the shame is too overpowering you for coming back or even just um, just just being received back into the fellowship of your brothers and sisters yeah. to come back, get back up, you know, dust yourself off. And, and, and if they and if we are truly your brothers and sisters, they'll welcome you back and help you and yeah. and, and, and just be accountable with you. And so that's why, that's why it's important for us to be accountable and have a, a good, solid group that we could come to with anything and they could you yeah. know, pray with us, encourage us, yeah. be there with us. Because mm-hmm. you know, God said it's not good for man to be alone. Yeah. That's why it's important to, to, to be a part of a church, get plugged in, yeah. and, and, and just be open to correction. You know, don't, don't take it as, as uh, somebody just, just um, trying to point out all, all your bad things or judge you, quote-unquote, but instead, just see it as a way of like, man, they're helping me to correct me. Just like a coach, man, when, 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 when you get into a sport, you're going to do a lot of things wrong. Yeah. Especially if you're new to the sport, the coach is going to point them out to you. Mm-hmm. But it's not in a way of making fun of you or to get you to quit, but instead to, to better you. Yep. To point out where your flaws are at yeah. and where you can improve on and continue to practice and get better. And so in, in that same way, that's yeah. what, what we encourage you is to get plugged in if you're listening, if um, whatever city you may be, look around, look for a church yeah. that believe in the gospel, the things that we mentioned before, and 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 get plugged in, get get accountable with brothers and sisters that will help you in this process. Amen, amen, and amen. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I gotta say, man. Amen. amen, amen. That's awesome. So don't forget to uh, like, comment, subscribe, share the episode, and you know, once again. Uh, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, or rebukes, hit us up at reformrasa at gmail.com. And this is going to be episode number three. And we're out. All right. Al rato, Al rato, vato. Reformrasa. Reformrasa. Reform Check it out. out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>